Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Adam Ethevitable. This is Dating Kinda Sucks, a podcast about dating, sex, and relationships. This week, we'll be talking about virginity. Is it real or merely a social construct? Enjoy the show. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no bucks on Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks, trying and trying and having no luck, because we all know dating kind of sucks. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dating Kind of Sucks. If you're new to DKS, my name is Adam. And I'm a comedian, writer, and misogynist-turned-feminist, joined by my co-host Sarah, who is a millennial, travel junkie, and serial dater now in a committed relationship. We're not professionals, doctors, or experts, just two people sharing our perspectives on the world of dating, sex, and relationships. The first half of every episode is spent catching up on what's happening in our lives, and the second half is reserved for the episode's main topic. So if that's all that brought you here, you can skip through the halfway mark, or you can stick around and enjoy the whole show. Let's get started. You know, today was going to be the topless episode. I can't even remember. I was going to say titty episode, but that didn't make any sense. The topless episode of Dating Kind of Sucks, but for everyone on YouTube, because that makes no sense for a podcast, because Adam didn't want to wear a shirt earlier. And yeah, said, I wasn't wearing a shirt. And I was like, I'm not going to. We'll just do a topless episode, and then it'll encourage people to go to YouTube until they realize that it was only me being topless, and that's not <laughs> nearly as, uh, as tantalizing. So that's... <laughs> Patreon only, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be safe for our Patreon. I mean, yet again, it'll just be me anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, you know, it'll, it'll be safe for, for our Patreon. No, I decided to put a shirt on and be a normal human being. Uh, and so uh, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. The usual black attire shirt, but it's okay. You're consistent. Yes, yes. So I you know, I bring my, my laundry because uh, I'm staying in a little condo that has like a shitty washer and dryer and um so my mother's just like just bring your laundry over here to the house or whatever and i usually do it but sometimes she like sneaks away and folds it when i'm not realizing it's done yet you know she's just like she's such a mom you know but uh today she was like so you know i don't know if everything matches you only have 15 black shirts and 15 black pairs of underwear <laughs> and uh you know, wait your uh, underwear is black too yeah yeah everything just, is black it, makes sense just to buy everything one color i don't have to worry about it i guess so she, she thinks it's uh, ridiculous and i was like it's just it's easy it's just it's always easy i could just grab anything and it's gonna work you are steve jobs you wear just that <laughs> same outfit every day that's your uniform or have you seen uh free guy i'm basically uh mm-hmm. basically ryan reynolds character uh mm-hmm. essentially he has a closet full of the same outfits except my clothes are sitting in a chair not on the, not on the closet you know because i'm an adult that's what you do with clean laundry is you just put it in a chair Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> I don't expect you to have hot pink underwear or anything either. You just it's the beard that's your accent. That's exactly, all. exactly. Accent color is the beard. Mm-hmm. So, um so you, it is August. I can't believe it is already fucking August. This is insane. Um we are more than halfway through the year. It does, I feel like I don't know. It's really odd to me and uh yeah, and so you've We've got done some... a lot though. I mean, yes, yeah. it's August, but also a lot of shit's happened. True. In the past eight months where I'm like, yeah, I guess it is August. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Um, you've got some big uh, changes coming up over the, before the end of the year. Um, Hopefully. Like move, moving away from Nashville. Hopefully. Nothing set oh. in stone. Honestly. You'd better fucking move after Who all this. Fucking you, knows? you cannot. You will you will not survive another year in Nashville, I don't think. Like, you're just, I'm you're aware. Mentally I... and emotionally, you'll just go insane. Yeah. I mean, well, so that's the thing is that Roy and I next week are 
traveling to check out some areas in the state of Washington to see if those fit our vibe. And originally our eyes were set on that and we were locked in and then it just opened up a can of worms of what about this place? What about that place? And then we just got so confused on where to go because there's just too many options. You know, when you just have too many options and it's like you're paralyzed by the choice of it all. That's basically what happened last week. So we're still traveling and checking out apartments and stuff, but it's like, well, plan B is that if we still don't figure it out before October that we extend our lease a little bit longer and then have more time to figure it out. And of course that would be ridiculous. Yes, that would be ridiculous. Number one. And then of course, too, I'm traveling the entire month of September So it's not like I could use that month to go to other parts of the country and check out, oh, do I like this city? No, no, I'll be in Dublin and then I'll be in Romania for another two weeks after that. So I'm no fucking help. And then we need to make the decision to move or uh, yeah. And then, of course, in moving, uh, if you guys uh, push it back any later, then you're going to be moving in the middle of winter across the northern United States, which would be terribly stupid. So uh, if you were on your own, I feel like this decision would have almost already been made. Like you'd still be going out there to look at places, but you like, I feel like you would come back from where you'd go with like, I signed a place. Like I got signed a lease. It's different though, because I don't think I would be considering the West coast as a single person. <laughs> but cost if you were, I mean, huge, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a saying huge factor though. I mean, yeah, it, it, right. But, but I mean, but I'm saying like, if, if you like, if you had settled on a location, Right. Yeah. If I knew, if I said, I like this city, I want to move here. Yeah. I would just pack up my shit and move for sure. But I don't think I'd be looking at those areas if that was my mindset would be slightly different if it was just me as far as cost. But yes, similar concept of just pick up and go. Well, I I remember during law school, Amy and I sitting there and saying, well, what do we want to do after law school? You know, like, where are we going to go? We don't want to stay in St. Louis because it's St. Louis. And, uh, you know, there's really nothing. I like St. Louis. What's wrong with St. Louis? There's nothing of value. It's just a, it's just like a little like speed bump in the middle of the country, basically. I mean, there's really nothing there. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, I just, I've never really, yeah, it's just, I, I just never really got excited about anything around there. So we were like, where, where, where could we go? We were looking at, and Amy was like, well, I've always wanted to live in Los Angeles. And I was like, okay, like, that's fine. Let's do it. Let, let, let's make it happen. And so that's, uh, she, we actually signed a lease, uh, sight unseen because she went out there, she found a, got a job offer. And so she flew out there for an interview, didn't really have a chance to like look at apartments, but kind of did a tour of the area and found, oh, this area is not bad or whatever. And then was like, well, let's just look online. So we looked online and found an apartment and rented it without actually seeing it at all. And that was the uh, only scary part. But uh, I was like, but what's the worst that can happen? I was like, we get out there and we have a place that's not great for a year. I was like, you know, then you can always move again if it's not great. It's only a fucking year. And, uh, you know, that's that's not really that much time in in the span of things. Yeah. That might be part of our option is going, well, let's just trust this one looks good online and go for it. But then it's and just an try it, you know, just like go and live there, you know, and just and then it's experience just a huge it. commitment as far as cost goes yeah. with moving yeah. from Nashville to the West Coast and anticipating spending at least five thousand dollars to move both of us out there and all of our shit. And then once we're out there. There's Which real- you could probably deduct on your taxes if you knew how to do that. <laughs> that's probably fair, but I don't. I don't know. That that's the only thing that's kind of holding me back. But not really, because we're going there next week to just check out everything. So hopefully, we like the 
area and my dumbass has been looking into astrocartography to look at our signs oh to go well because this is when we were so lost in where we we're gonna move i know you're like losing your shit right now we were so lost in where we wanted to go because he gets pay bumps in certain areas so obviously that's incentivizing him but i'm like california is still really fucking expensive i don't know so then i was like you know what what time of the day were you born? He's like, what the fuck is that going to do? I was like, where were you born? And I pulled up his chart oh and my, my chart God. and mapped it. And said, and he was just dying laughing. He's like, what the fuck, Sarah? <laughs> and, you know, I was just on my... You my... know what? You know what? No, I, I, I say, oh, my God, but except I... Uh, this is what he gets because you were kind of like all set. And then he was the one who was kind of like, Hey, what about these areas? He started thinking about other areas. And so, uh, you know, like he kind of opened the door to you going, then I went, let's let the all universe woo -woo decide. crazy with fucking astro astro cartography. Yes. Yes. Uh, Based on your, your signs and your, your, yes. your rising signs and all of, all of this stuff. So certain lines mean good things. Certain lines mean stay away from. So based off of what I learned, because a couple people on Instagram, once I said, astrology babes help me out people were saying don't go off these lines look at this and then i watched a couple tutorials and i was like i feel like i'm not an expert but i know a little bit to be dangerous and i looked at the lines and ours overlap dangerous. on the west coast on the west coast so okay. could be i mean we were already gonna go over there anyways but it, it looks oh. good from an astrology standpoint well, good so confirmation good bias is always fantastic fuck yeah oh my god so uh, what else has been going on in your life other than your crazy batshit nonsense like this? I don't think it's that crazy. It's just a day in my life. Um, let's see. We we decided to spice it up earlier this week. Today's Wednesday. But on Monday, we decided to go out to the movies because dude, I just think we're getting so bored with we're doing stuff on the weekends. And then throughout the week, it's like, OK, what are we doing? So I, I went to the grocery store, bought a bunch of meals to make something new to spice that up during the week. But then I also figured, let's do a date night Monday night. Sounds great. We go to the movie theater. Well, we, we go out to dinner first. We just got like a normal fucking like fried chicken meal or whatever with fries. Just not anything out of the ordinary for our diets, I guess. And go see what? Nope. And it's like eight o'clock. So we had to pick a movie that I wouldn't fall, you know, a time that I wouldn't fall asleep halfway through too. That oh was a, a consideration. <laughs> you, you are know, a 90 year old woman. You know that? Yes, because I knew let me, I would fall asleep. Let me consult my charts before we move, and then I need to go to the movies early, or I'll fall asleep. <laughs> It'd be like that. I don't. I don't have an answer for that, except for that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> but so we get to the movie, we start watching it. About an hour and fifteen minutes in, I feel like I'm dying, and by dying, I mean I started looking around for things I could vomit into. And he brought his water bottle, but it has a very small, you know, top. So oh not much vomit's going in no, that. You don't so want to. You don't want to puke in a water bottle. That would be. That would be such a mess. <laughs> that would be very bad. So then I was, I was like holding my jacket, going, "Well, I guess it's you, kid. You know, you're getting puked on." So I'm sitting there. He's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I have. I'm on my period, which gives me terrible migraines. I'm crampy and dying, and then I feel really nauseous. And then on top of feeling nauseous." I'm not sure if it's nausea or I'm also just going to shit myself. And the outfit I was wearing was a romper, a like to the ankle romper, you know, pants and all. 
but I'm oh I'm buttoned God. into it and pinned into it because one of the buttons is broken, so I pinned it in. So I'm in this thing, so it's not just an easy escape route that way. So I just sat there and hoped to God that I would not shit or vomit in the theater. And of course, Rory's oh like, God. we can leave. We can leave if you're not feeling well, which I thought he was enjoying the movie. And he was like, eh, it's, he was he was like, eh, it's fine. We could leave early if you want. But we stayed until the end. And I was like, I'm still dying. We have to get home. I start driving and start making these terrible coughing sounds. And he's like, this does not sound good for you. I'm like, it's not good for me. I pull over to McDonald's parking lot and make like another really bad cough slash like, you know, you know, those coughs right before you're going to throw up where you're like, this is the one. And then you do like, that's what I thought was going to happen. So he drove home and oh I God. surprisingly didn't throw up, but I was dead after. So that was our date night. Well, that's lovely. Um, and I will say that while I'm glad you didn't, I really also partially, <laughs> not because I, like, I would never wish that on you, but I kind of wish you'd sh- shit yourself in the movie theater just because <laughs> so the story the story alone is just like so ridiculous. But I'm glad you did not. Um, but I still kind of wish you had. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I'm very familiar with that cough right before you puke because uh, that's uh, what you did when we were, I had picked I you up. You uh, that, 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 <laughs> when you were in, when we were in Florida that night after we went out to, when I out late uh and you uh i needed to pull into the honey baked ham parking lot so you could puke in the bushes which uh i still have to put you know i should post them i should find the video of that and put that on uh, patreon i keep I saying you that. just had the photos i didn't think i you think had i took video. i think i took a video of it but i need i need to i'm look holding that. onto the tree for dear life yeah for I'm dear wrong. life yeah, yeah yeah that was that was fun time yeah i remember you're like you're like pull pull over <laughs> pull over and I had to pull over just so you could fucking puke in the bushes. Oh, my God. So what Roy did make me feel better a little bit because he always tells the story about his ex where he's like, well, don't worry. It could be worse. You could be her. And he's told the story another time when I was sick and shitting my brains out that she was walking the dog and midway through walking the dog, she had to just go. And so she like shit on the lawn and then, like, pulled her pants back oh up God. and came inside and asked him, she's like, should I clean that up? I don't feel good. Like, should I go clean that up? He's like, no, it's fine. You already shit yourself. Just go to bed. But what he failed to mention that I heard for the first time Monday night was that this happened after he broke up with her. Oh, wow. I would just kill myself. Yeah. I would literally just kill myself. Oh and I was like, God. you left that out. I feel so bad for her. I would. That would be my 13th reason. That would be enough. Yep. The 13th reason. <laughs> that would be enough. I just, I just feel so, imagine the neighbor looking on their lawn and being like, what the fuck kind of dog was that? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, can so you imagine to be like, like that's a, what what is what was that? Like they're trying to see if there's like a wild animal around or something. Like just yeah, that oh that is awful. All right, um, but yeah, yes. that did make me feel slightly better for a second, and then I just kept hoping I wasn't gonna vomit or shit myself in my own car. So, but hey, always a good reminder. I could be that bad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's always good to know that other people have done things that are worse and more embarrassing than uh, than you have. It's it's always nice. Yeah. That's all I got. That's those are my <laughs> updates for this that's, week. Thank that's God. your update for now. That's all it. right. Well, there we go. Um, hopefully, uh, and when and when do you when are you flying out west? On Wednesday, so a week from today. Okay, so um, so we'll probably have an we'll have an episode after you get back, and we'll get mm-hmm. to maybe hear we'll about uh, whether or not you guys 
made any fucking decisions or not, or if you're all still wishy-washy and consulting uh, ancient mariner, um, you know, well, logs and fisher and farmers, farmers almanac, almanacs, and are, um, are maybe maybe uh, throwing some bones into it with the woods, and maybe doing tea leaves too, and uh, and then you could get a magic eight ball and see uh, see what happens there too. That's the longest insignificant thing <laughs> you've ever said, but okay. Well, the other thing, not to not to drag this out any further. I can get a house, but I can't get a house in Nashville. But then I'm thinking, well, fuck the West Coast. I can't get a house in the West Coast. Let's stay in the Midwest, guys. And then I'm like, like... I'm going to hate my life in the Midwest, but I can afford a house. So it's one of those tasks. And that's where all the other. You could buy a house in Tulsa. I mean, yeah, I could buy a house in Cincinnati or Louisville or St. Louis or. But I don't think I want to be in any of those places yeah, compared to the West Coast. You can buy a house later. You're still young enough. You might as well go enjoy living in new places and experiencing them. And that's what I think. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, Speaking we'll of traveling and visiting new places. Yeah. How's that gonna... for for a segue? A segue. Um, Are we going to take a quick break and then come right back to that segment? or do you? Yeah, want even to... though it's not in our agenda. You didn't write it in our agenda. Why don't we do that? We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Well, we're we're back, and we have once again our brand new segment. This is uh, the second time we're doing this. And it, wait, it did... wait, wait, wait! You get to shit on me before the break, and then bring us back from the break. And then I bring, that up, you bring didn't us back. Yeah, that's okay, right. That's okay. right. No, I thought we needed one, but I was just saying. Yeah, apparently, you didn't. But uh, you know, we, we're uh, we have I our suggested brand... it. What are you talking? About? <laughs> our brand new segment uh, that uh, people seem that everyone's talking about, and uh, so uh, without further ado, it's what to see with Sarah G. Yay! Okay, and just to recap, this segment is all. about about places to consider visiting whether you're with a significant other on a date or by yourself this week let's get familiar with lisbon portugal located in the southern europe in the country of portugal lisbon is known for its sunny weather colorful buildings fantastic food and friendly people why do you look like you're laughing at me already <laughs> Let's get familiar with Lisbon, Portugal. Located in Portugal, I just—I'm sorry—I just started laughing when you said that. I know, I know. I was like, "Well, <laughs> if you didn't know, it's in Portugal." If you didn't know that Lisbon, Portugal is in Portugal, it's in Portugal. Maybe they right. don't know that Portugal is a country. I don't know. I mean, that you know that is you know what? Uh, depending on who are, some of our listeners are, that is probably very true. Uh, they're the Americans a country are terrible in geography. Europe. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. Anyways, thank you, Adam, for that one. So. One of the biggest things I struggle with once landing in a new country and dealing with a time change is how to leave the airport and then figure out how to get to my hotel. And that was one of the nice things. This was just like a starter. One of the nice things about landing in Lisbon was that they have fantastic public transportation. So once you land at the airport, you just walk right outside and there's a metro station right there. And then you could just connect to any of the other stations that you're trying to go to, which is really nice and convenient. It's also worth mentioning, though, these were probably the cleanest and nicest trains that I've been on. And like the stations themselves were covered in beautiful tiles with lots of really vibrant colors. And again, it was really clean and well organized. So I enjoyed that aspect because as you're traveling throughout a city, if you're not jumping in taxis or Ubers all the time, more chances than not, you're going to be using their metro system if they have it. And this was like, a oh, this is a nice one in this country. So for the American traveler looking to go abroad, Lisbon's relatively inexpensive where a meal can run anywhere from $7 to $15 and a nice hotel room or Airbnb is around $100 a night. When I was visiting the area, I was there in November, which is their slower season compared to the summer months because people like to visit when it's sunnier and 
warmer weather. So I think I got a better deal on some of the places than maybe in high season. So keep that in mind. And it's still good weather. It's better than it just being freezing. And just keep that in mind, though. Another thing with Lisbon that could be good, could be bad, is that it's incredibly hilly. So some areas, and this was a concern of mine, but still cool. So you're huffing and puffing to get up to, you know, all of these cool places. You're taking a million steps and all of the inclines, but the views are amazing. And they have these really cool places called Miraduros, which are elevated viewpoints to take in the city. And locals tend to spend the evenings watching the sunsets there. And a lot of artists are selling their art on the corners and musicians are there playing music, which just adds to the ambiance of the sunset. So even though you're sweating and dying from walking up all the steps and hills, it ends up being worth it. So what about places to visit? The Alfama district is one of Lisbon's oldest parts of town, and it's filled with shops and cafes. If you're wanting to explore more, to, more of this area, definitely consider jumping on a tram. This is probably where the steepest inclines are. And a lot of the photos that you see taken of the city are mostly in this area. So photographer friends of mine like Adam, this would be like a cool place for you to check out. Except I'm not walking up any fucking that's hills. Why, that's why I take the tra- that's why I take the tram. The tram. <laughs> Every time I was walking, I'd see the tram pass to go. Fuck! I just need to get on the tram. I'm dying. And then, right. then you got on the tram. Um, <laughs> while in the area, visit Lisbon Cathedral and take a look at the architectural style. One of the unexpected things to see once you're inside are the blueprints and the maps showing how all of the earthquakes have damaged the cathedral over the centuries, and it's been rebuilt because of this multiple times. If you're part of the self-guided tour, you can go up the stairs and then outside of the cathedral, there's a little walkway outside where you can overlook the street and then see the water like across the way, which is a really cool view as well. Another area of town to visit is Barrio Alto. And if you're looking for nightlife and some amazing restaurants, this is the place to be. Definitely recommend staying around this area, but not exactly in it. Don't make the mistake that I made. I stayed a little bit north of the bars and restaurants. And then when I came back, I stayed right in it. And luckily I had earplugs. But if I didn't, I would have been up till three in the morning with all the other people who were partying and with all that nightlife. So just know, don't stay right in it. Just Google Maps yourself and stay a little bit outside. Um, as far as food goes in Barrio Alto, get a table at either Toscardoso or Asavichiera. The wait times are typically longer. I know you're like nodding your head that I didn't fuck that up, right? No, I was actually Um, (laughs) very impressed that you pronounced both those. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, So the wait times are going to be longer for those two restaurants. They're pretty popular. So just check what times they open and try to get there earlier. I know that's like a cheesy American tourist thing to do since we typically eat earlier in the evening. But if you don't want the long wait, then definitely do that. And then if you just can't get a table there, there's Crispy Mafa or Mafa. I'm not sure how that one's pronounced, actually. And you can grab some fried food there. It's a very local spot with a lot of different fried chicken options and burgers and French fries. And I actually had a lot of good conversations with locals there. So definitely a spot to check out. After dinner, you got to get dessert. And the pastry in Portugal is pastel de nata which is a portuguese egg custard tart pastry and it is dusted with cinnamon if you don't like i don't know just give it a shot like it it was it was good but it's just not what you'd expect but you gotta try it um there is a really famous spot for these pastries called and i'm gonna butcher this this is pastes de belem that baked the original pastry in 1837 
I did see reviews, though, saying you can get a good one basically anywhere. So don't feel upset if you can't make it all the way to the other side of the city to go to the specific place. But if you're there, check it out. And then for a free afternoon, if you have some time, it's worth considering taking a boat trip to see the city from an entirely different perspective. This is also a great date idea as well. Can't say that. Uh, a little bit of a tongue twister there. <laughs> Great date, Dark. Um, but I booked a two-hour boat trip through Airbnb experiences and spent about $40 to ride into the sunset with some wine and cheese in hand. And I got to sail under the famous 25-day Abril Bridge, which looks a lot like the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco if you didn't know any better. Sailing by Lisbon is a cool experience and not that much of a splurge either. Speaking of splurge, when you're walking through Parque Eduardo VII, is Pride No Parque. And this is a really fancy restaurant if you're wanting to ball out for dinner. But if you're just in the park during the day, it's a good spot for a little afternoon snack or dessert. And then a couple of notable mentions before I wrap this up. Um, definitely check out Pink Street for Instagram photos. If you're about that, that's like one of the streets every you see all the photos in. And then the timeout market for a variety of food and drinks. And last but not least, the Santa Gesta Elevator, which is a cool landmark that was used to connect the different areas of the city. Because like I said, there's a lot of steep hills and the locals weren't trying to do any of that either. So they just took the elevator to the other parts of town to beat the elevation. So check out that elevator as well. Is it like a um, not a vertical elevator, but like one that goes angled? No, something? it literally just goes straight up, and then there was like a platform, and then you're on the other side. the the middle The middle. It's, it's of likely, the... by the way, it's Santa Husta, I would guess, because J's usually. Uh, what did I say? Are not, not uh, you don't usually say the J sound, and uh, yeah, in, uh, you know, I know. So you're right. You're right. My guess, but I didn't. I didn't tour it because there's a really long line to go up it. Uh, but it's it's a really cool structure. Um, it looks kind of like Gothic architecture style, but um, yeah, after walking up and down that i was like yeah i could see why you would need this elevator but yeah that's uh what to see this week in lisbon with me sarah g yay yeah that's good that's, that sounds interesting uh yeah i, I I'm, the trams sound uh, very uh very important uh like a very important aspect of the hills because i remember when you were there and complaining about the walking especially because like you got me. groceries yeah. too like didn't you get groceries at one point no that uh, was in colombia oh, that no. was colombia okay yeah okay. but still if i would have had to get groceries there it would have sucked but yeah. It's, it's tough because the, the metro covers on, like only so much that you still have to walk up steps and do inclines, whether you're going to and from a train station. Just take an Uber. Well, my, my thing with, when I travel, right. I don't always get a car. If I'm not going to be there for a long time, well, I never, ever get like a card for my, a SIM card for my phone. So mm. I, I'm right, always right. hacking Wi-Fi, which makes getting an Uber a little challenging unless I'm starting from my hotel or Airbnb where I know I'm going to have signal. So that's why I don't always order. That makes them, sense. That makes yeah. sense. Well, very cool. Well, hopefully, uh, some uh, some of our listeners will find themselves in Lisbon and will be able to use that as a, a guide. I feel like that's a pretty pretty comprehensive yeah. guide. And let me um, know if you visit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta let gotta let Sarah know what you think and uh, and if she has good recommendations or if they're uh, not. Well, one more thing that I I forgot to add in this was. You don't need to know Portuguese. I, I like to travel knowing a little bit of the language. You really don't need to know Portuguese to do well here in the entire country, really. A lot of people speak both Portuguese and English, and then some even speak Spanish or another language after mm. that. So the language barrier didn't exist. And it's also a really safe country for solo female travelers as well. So just keep that in mind. Like I, I looked at a lot of places that listed you know, the top 10 places for 
female travelers and this was one of the ones on there so i i felt incredibly safe versus other european countries that's great all right well uh we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back so we were supposed to record last night but then adam had an impromptu date 90 minutes from when we were supposed to record so i know nothing about this date and what happened last night well, I don't necessarily feel it was because of the date we didn't we didn't record. Well, there were also, other factors, but yeah, we had we, are, a, we, we had already a time like limit. an hour later than we were supposed to, and you still weren't quite ready and everything too. I so. was still recovering from dying the night before too, so <laughs> right, forgive right, me. So. But yes, yes, yes. I had someone on Tinder that I was talking to who just uh, not not aggressive aggressively, but like firmly was just like, "Hey, I'd like to see you. What are you doing tonight?" And I was like, "Well, I'm about to record." you know, record the podcast and, you know, that'll, we'll be doing that in a little bit. And she goes, well, how long can that take? How about, uh, do you want to meet? And like, she'll say very, <laughs> like, very, yeah, yeah, I know. If only she knew. Um, she's like, how about, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind uh, coming, you know, coming over and you know, seeing you if you want to meet at like nine or something. And I was like, sure. Why not? You know, like, um, I'm, I'm going to be up. I'm not going to be tired. I, I don't mind putting pants back on. And uh, and going out. Wow, and that's a that's a really rare occurrence. I know, I know. Well, I I also had not been out to the you know out to the at all much, so it was like I was kind of in the in the mood for it, and uh, I have found my my not my version kind of my version of Ale House uh, now since I've been here. It's Which a place, is a place called the... Melvin Melvin's 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 Public House. Yeah, it's in uh, it's it's about ten minutes away. And uh, just a little, you know, kind of a little dive bar with food. Um, but now I kind of know, know your that, name. Yeah, they know my name now. And they know my drink okay. and everything. So it works out pretty well. Look at um, you being a local at a new spot. I, I know. That. I know. Um, well, and so we went. Uh, she, she was like, I don't mind driving up there. That's fine. And then and then I well, we canceled when we were like, hey, we're, we'll reschedule our recording. I said, hey, by the way, I'm actually, you know, available a little earlier. And she started talking about, well, do you want to drive down to me? Because she's about a half hour away, essentially. And that's the one thing. Where I am in a place called Midway in Utah, which is midway between, I feel like, the middle of the state. It is on one side of a mountain range, and then Salt Lake City is on the other side of the mountain range. So even though it's only 20 miles away, like as the crow flies, it's an hour to drive there. Because and you're driving through the literal mountain. Because you have to go through the mountain. So, it's, yeah. And so yeah. it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. So I match with people who are on that other side all the time. She was a little bit further south, uh, so it wasn't too too bad. But anyway, she's like, I, I don't mind driving. Do you want to come down here? And I was like, well, what do you want to do? So, well, how about, like, Indian food? Do you want to get Indian? And I was like, no, no. I already ate. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't mind Indian food, but I was like, I don't want to eat. Like, I'm not, you know, um, I'm not really in the, on a, hung, an eating mood. How about a drink somewhere? And she says, well, I don't drink. And I was like, she goes, I'm okay. not because I'm Mormon or anything. It's just like, I just decided to take a break from drinking for a while because I, you know, was drinking too heavily. And I was like, okay. Uh, she goes, I don't mind if you do. Uh, and I was like, well, if you don't mind, then I'd rather we meet up here because then I can drink and drive home. It's not me driving a half hour after having, you know, I have to like have one drink and then that's it. And, uh, and I said, this place serves food. So she met me there. That sentence didn't flow. You can drink and drive home. Drink it. Well, okay, right. right, right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that, that went together way too smoothly. How you I wanted to be that. able to have a drink and drive home and not have to drive half an hour mm-hmm. and then have a drink and worry about, you know, how much to like, try to gauge myself. So we met there. We, I was like, I'll meet you there. So um, I was like, I'll, I'll grab a seat at the bar. And then she, she was like, well, I'm short. Will you mind grabbing a table instead? So there's already, uh, yeah, you know, I I should feel like, oh, cool, no problem. But, um, you know, it's like, 
you know, I'm grumpy. I am set in my ways. I like there's to sit at the bar. Yeah, there's already stuff. like, yeah. I don't know. I mean. And I, well, I was like, you know, they're all high top tables, so I don't know what the difference is, but okay. So I did. Yeah, that's. Mm. So we grabbed the, grabbed this, I grabbed the seat of the table and she came and sat down. She's very, she's very nice, very friendly. Um, and um, we had a good conversation. Um, she ordered, you know, some food and a, and a Coke and I had drink, I had a drink and no food. And we just kind of chatted for a while and it was, you know, I don't know, the, it, it was just the like vibes weren't there. Yeah, yeah. It just it wasn't you know it wasn't really the, just the chemistry wasn't there and and I was trying to figure out what it was and and everything and I, I think it's almost like and, and I don't know how to describe this because it, she was very nice like literally very very nice. Um, she it was almost too eager or too like not desperate but. Yeah, not not Ready desperate, not desperate, or just but just like, like yeah, just to... yeah, like like so willing to basically, it felt like very willing to do pretty much whatever just to get along and and and, and all of that, and 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 I contrast that with, and, and I'll kind of cut back to this, but I contrast that with a couple of weeks ago, I went out to Melvin's and I just sat at the bar next to um, the woman who was there, and she had a book and she was reading her book. But when I sat down, she said something to me about like my beard, and then I asked her about her book, and then we ended up having an entire conversation where we talked from I think I got there like for three hours, like we were there talking for three hours. Like she got mad at me for not eating my food, like I ordered some food, and then I let it sit there because I didn't want to try to eat and have a conversation with her. So I like was sitting there and just enjoying the the conversation, and like we, you know we were talking about something, and she would just be like, hmm. I think that's kind of dumb or, you know, like in, in like in very much in a, she yeah, she, cha- she was very, ch- she challenged and pushed back and was sarcastic and wasn't worried about me liking her, which just was herself, you know? And, and, and I think that, and we got along really well and then we made plans and we met up at the bar again a week later. Um, and you know, that was, and we really got along. She doesn't live here. She was just visiting as a law student. Um, damn. Yeah. Doing damn. a, doing a clerkship. And so then she was leaving actually, uh, the next, like, you know, the next week she, she left last week, uh, to go back to, uh, she's in Washington state. And, um, so like, but we got along really well. And then we ended up, um, you know, like going, uh, go out and doing a photo shoot and then like, and, and like, and ended up, you know, back at my place. And it was just, it was all just a fun thing, but it was the, it was the challenging thing that I like. And I realized like, so I would like someone who has, has that sarcasm it doesn't kind of like always like tone police themselves. Doesn't always like have to apologize. Oh, I'm sorry about my laugh or I'm sorry about this. It's just like unapologetically themselves. At the same time, this, this date last night, she was, she was very comfortable in her, like in her skin. She's very comfortable with herself and very confident. So it wasn't that like she, but it was just, yeah, it just kind of felt like she was searching for the right answers. And, and yeah, I don't, yeah, I really, it's really hard to describe. Yeah. I really do think it was just something along the ways of just felt very, well, um, not challenging, basically. Yeah, I mean, you met this law student and had some kind of connection with her. And yeah. then shortly after, this person was nice and you enjoyed talking to her. But yeah, I enjoyed wasn't, talking to her. But didn't have some of the traits that you liked in the other person that you just met. Yeah, and I think and I think that, that is you want. What, I, what I yeah, I think that is what I like, too, is someone who's challenging, someone who is, you know, kind of a little bit of... Um, like a like the sarcasm has to be there, you know. Like and and they don't mind getting, you know, they don't they don't mind getting misinterpreted if they say something sarcastic because they're like, if you're smart enough, you'll figure it out, you know, like that type of thing. And mm-hmm. and I like that. Kind of an asshole. I like a that. little yeah. bit, a little, yeah, just a little bit because I I need someone to challenge me. That's like every, you know, it's just that's that's good because I 
Oh, this is going to sound so egotistical. I, I, I have fans. You know, like, I have fans. I don't need a fan. And I'm not saying that this date last night was a fan, technically, but she was just... She was just so like easy to get along with, which like, why is that a bad thing? Why am I saying that's a bad thing? But it was, it was just kind of like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, very nice. And like, like we talked you about. You wouldn't consider seeing the girl from last night again? Well, we talked about maybe going to do karaoke or something like that. And I, I would be considered maybe going to do that. Yeah, that could be, it could be a fun time, but I just don't really feel like the chemistry is there for me to be like, want to put additional effort into anything romantic. It would be purely as a hey, here's a cool friend that I met that lives nearby. You know that that's kind of, kind of the 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 extent of it. Um, I mean, and, I get that. I just don't want everything to be clouded by the law student that you met. Oh no, because no, the law student that was just like a fun little thing. But yeah. she was just like, but she was like an example of someone. Like if she lived locally, I would have continued right. to talk to her. You know, absolutely. The way that you were talking about her just now, that yeah. gave me the vibes of you liked her and you oh, would yeah. want to like continue seeing her if she wasn't leaving. Yes. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Because yeah. we yeah we got, had some fantastic conversations, and and just would you know talked for quite literally hours and it was it was very nice but i say give it a second date and then i mean you kind of already know now but i don't know i would just i like i said i might i might uh you know schedule maybe a night go do karaoke or something like that yeah the other thing is you know the fact that somebody doesn't drink is not a problem with me except that the only time that i enjoy going out and being social in any capacity is I'm going to go have a drink. Like, I don't like to go out into public otherwise. <laughs> like, it's just like, if I'm going to go out, I just want to go have a drink and like, and I don't want to, and, and I think she's much more about, you know, trying new restaurants and things like that. And I, I know I'm just a grumpy, like a curmudgeon who's like, I don't, you wouldn't do a coffee or a no, tea no, drink or fucking a... coffee or tea. I know. I'm just throwing out ideas. Yeah. So, um, and then, so this, and then this was one thing that was a little, little off weird. Um, She's a massage therapist, and she suggested. She was like, last you know, night, last yes, night, last night, yeah, she, yeah. Okay. And she was saying, um, like, she's like, well, so what do you want to do? Like, uh, would you like to? We can go for a ride. There's a this place called Squaw Squaw's Peak, I think, that's really cool. Like, it's uh, you can see the whole city of Provo from there, um, and it's uh, like it's really nice. It's kind of like a makeout point, but it's like really cute and everything like that. And I was okay. like, and it's like a half hour south of there, and I'm like, I'm not driving anywhere right now. And she goes, No, I'll drive us and drive us back. And I was like, and I was like, uh, that's no. a little trying too hard for me. And, like, well, I, I, she yeah. probably meant well, but I think well, it, it was continues. a little too. Oh, okay. And then, okay. And, and then I, and I was also like, Hey, listen, me moving to, from my place to put pants on and move to this location was like a huge thing. Moving to a second location isn't happening. So she's like, well, we can go back to your place if you want and uh, like do something, you know, watch a movie or something. And I was like, my place, I don't feel as clean enough for company. Like, I wouldn't feel okay with that. I want to make sure that I have, come, you know, that I feel good. Yeah. And so she's like, well, you know, you, you could use a massage. I can tell that you, like, your neck is sore. And I was like, no, I think I'm good. And, you know, and then when she was just like, she insisted a couple times. And she was very nice about it, but she's just like, uh, she's like, are you sure? She goes, oh, no, you already said no. But, you know, are you sure? I really think that it could be fun. Or we could go down here. And I was thinking to myself, like, if this, if the roles were reversed, how unacceptable that would be to if, if I was like, Hey, why don't we go back to your place? I'll give you a massage. And she was like, no, I'm okay. And I'd be like, come on. Why don't you like, why don't you want to do that? I can tell you need one, you know, like and it, it would be, it would it's just be like a normal interaction. When, when the vibe isn't that the other person is really about it, you just drop it. I think right. continuing to push it just makes it really 
uncomfortable. I yeah, should be I, both people I, are uncomfortable. Right, because I didn't, I like, I was like, I'm just not, and you know, I don't want to go back to my place. I don't want to, like, I did not because it's just like, because I'm not also looking to get laid. It doesn't really do, you know, like, that's not why I'm out here. I'm trying to make friends and meet new people, but, you know, um, and so I was just trying to be very, you know, very nice about it, but it was, it was, it was getting a little, a little frustrating um, at that point. Then, okay, I, 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 no second date. Then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a second date. That's, you didn't tell me. I didn't know this. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hadn't talked about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then this is kind of funny. And then and I and I. This is me being. This is me in asshole mode here. I'm gonna say this. Um, and then. Oh boy. Some of the one of the other bartenders from the bar uh, who usually works at Melvin's came in and was sitting down at the bar with her friends, to, like coming out for drinks, and they were all like just kind of chilling. It was all staff basically, and uh, and so at some point I was just kind of like. I kind of want the date to be over so I can just go chill with the staff and just like sit at the bar and have like the rest and stay till the bar closes, you know, like I, I kind of just want like to do yeah. that. And I was trying to like give like some hints and everything like that. She finally picked up on it. She's like, well, I'm going to go cause my friend wants me to come by. So I'm going to go by and visit her. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to probably stay here until, until we close until the bar closes, probably close the bar down. Um, and, and then I ordered a shot, uh, to go to the bar. I was like, hey, just put it at the bar. I'll be over there in a minute. Uh, if I, you know, put it a seat at the bar just to make it like clear that that's what I, cause I like, I didn't want to be rude and be like, okay, date, mm-hmm. date is over. Um, I'm staying here though. So I don't need like, I, you know, you don't have to leave. I mean, I, you don't like, I don't need, I don't need to leave, but, but I'm done with the date. And uh, that was probably real awkward for her too. That just sounds so. A lot of the end of the day. The end of the day was so awkward. awkward. I was also getting very quiet because I was getting a little tired, but not tired enough to leave. Because once I'm there, I want to like finish being there. You know, I'm going to enjoy the entire experience. But I was also getting tired, and I was just like, yeah, my social battery was kind of drained. And uh, yeah, so then she left, and then I ended up closing down the bar with uh, with everyone there. That's so odd. Man, I would have just fucking lied and been like, yeah, I'm leaving I, too. I and like then to gone to my car and I then know. come back. Because that may, I feel like you staying there ordering a shot makes it so much more fucking awkward for both people. Like, it's awkward for her because yeah. I'm thinking if, if a guy did that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, like, you're going to stay? That That's weird. So, yeah, it's a little awkward for you to be like, Get the fuck and, out. Uh, well, Don't right, right. Leave, and I didn't know? want to, so obviously, and I had to be very careful, very tactful about it. But that was, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm already here. I'm just going to continue to be here. But our, our date has ended. Um, you know, like. <laughs> Shake hands. It is over. You, thank you for coming. Okay, but, uh, but she just wasn't there. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, but anyway, so yeah, that was just, uh, so then I was there, yeah. And I had, you know, just hanging out with the bartenders and we were just all chatting and. Yeah. You close it down? Fun group people. Yeah. I mean, it closes at fucking 11 because it's Utah. Oh, bad. So okay. late. Yeah. So late. I could close that down. Yeah. Wow. Even you could. Yes. Wow. Even 90 year old Sarah could do it. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, but otherwise, yes. So that's uh, that's the experience that I've had so far. Um, it's actually only the, like I said, the second date I've been on since I've been here because I found that, and I was talking to, to her last night about this, that I found that a lot of people are either immediately former LDS where they are partying hard because they're like, they're free. And so they're flaky because they're getting too drunk and they're like hung over a lot. And like, they're just, they're really aggressively partying 
or they do that and now they're like kind of circling back around and they're stopping drinking because they went too hard as for because she's former LDS as well. So she was that was Mormon. my next question. Yep. And okay. then and then she like and she circled back around to not drinking because she went too hard because she didn't know anything about how to drink in moderation because the Mormons are fucking crazy. And so she had no idea how to drink in moderation when she was no longer Mormon. So, yeah. It's really interesting, um, but uh, that's my the only second date I've been on um, because I guess the law student one was just meeting and organically, which is it's funny how nice that can be when you do meet someone organically. I did enjoy that; like we really clicked and got along well, and yeah, she she's be a cool, you know, cool friend to have now. Um, mm. Yeah, and it was actually the first time that I'd made out with somebody in a while too. Like it's been a while for me, so. Wait, you made okay. No, so they're the lost student. The lost student. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, clarifying. Yeah, yeah, though. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was funny because we were talking about, it and I was like, I like, I really think you like you would look good like in these there's these white aspens. I'd love to do a photo shoot with you in the white aspens. She's like, I'm very uncomfortable like being a model. Like, I don't like the idea of it. Like, and I was like, um, do, if you're willing to try, I'm, I'm just, I would never force you to, but if you're willing to try, I'd love to do it. And then, so the, it was, this is our second night meeting out. We were hanging out. We were sitting outside in uh, the courtyard by the city, uh, by the city hall or whatever. And she was like, she goes, I'll tell you what. You can either make out with me right now or you can do the photo shoot. And I was like, not both. She goes, no. If we make out right now, then you're, I'm, I'm leaving in two days. You're never going to see me again. Um, and, you know, and I was like, honestly, I'd rather just do the photo shoot. And like, it, and like, I like spending time with you. Like, that's more important to me than making out. So then... We uh, did the photo shoot, and she was just very good. And did like it was a really cool and everything like that. Um, and like she saw the photos, like oh wow, like I I love like these are really cool. And How so did she know she was gonna be good? You can just tell. Her, her, she just yeah, just her just yeah. And I mean, and and like she had a, just a look that I was like, I feel like this will look really cool. And they came out, they came out really neat. They were clothed, by the way. They were not not nude shoots. I uh, figured that much, but thank you for um, clarifying. Cause I did, I, I did ask. I was like, are you willing to? And she was like, no, probably not. I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, like, I just wanted cool shoots, cool shoots in the woods, you know, and that, that, that was fun. Is um, this on Instagram? Yeah, it's on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's a uh, last couple uh, shots that I have on there, and. Um, it was funny though. We had, we she was driving up to the woods with me, so she like texted. I told I gave her my. Uh, she wanted to drive separately. She has no air conditioning. It's ninety fucking degrees out, and I said, "I'll tell you what. I want you to feel comfortable and safe. So here's here's my driver's license. Please take a picture of it. Send it to your best friend. Like tell her where you are. Tell her where we're going. Like I want you to feel safe, but I also don't want you to have to drive in ninety fucking degree weather with no air conditioning. Like and follow behind me up into the mountains. You know, like." So we could take one car. So we did. And then uh, we were walking around and there's everybody was in the woods taking pictures. I, I, I got to the woods apparently right at golden hour. And they were like, uh. yeah. So then we found the spot where like, I thought it'd be cool. And then there's like these two Mormons having like a picnic and they're sitting there with a Bible and their picnic and all this shit. Yeah. It was very bizarre. Um, but then we got back to my place and we had uh, drinks, we had drinks <laughs> and, and everything. We're just sitting here talking and talking. And at some point she's like, I have to go now. I have to like leave. I have to drive back. I have to drive to Washington tomorrow morning or tomorrow after work. And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, I gave her a hug and I was like, would it be okay if I kissed you? And, um, and she's like, oh, you got, you're going to do both. Are you? And so then we made out for a little while. <laughs> And then when we finished, she goes, all right, see you never. And then left. It was pretty funny. Okay. Um, but it was nice. I haven't had, you know, I haven't done that in a while. And um, I've got another date uh, with someone else that I matched with on Tinder on Friday. It's a karaoke date. So 
should be oh, fun. Man, that sounds like hell to me. But no, no, know, no, no. I see. Like to me, that's easy because you talk, you get up and sing, you come back and talk. Like it's it's kind of like a good like activity. I don't. I wouldn't get up and sing and embarrass myself on a first date. But we've talked about that. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's part of that's part of. I think I feel like it's endearing when someone is willing to just go up there and just sing and, and have fun with it. And she says she's new to the area and she's looking for. Uh, She's like, I don't know any like cool places or whatever, and so I put it out there on uh, Twitter. For anybody that lives locally, and they're like, Hey, I'll try this place, and I was like, Hey, they do karaoke Friday night. Would you like to try that? And so yeah, that should be fun. Okay. Um, cool. And then it's funny because at the same time that I've had these two dates, I've been kind of overwhelmed on the apps. I had too many conversations, too many matches going, so I've kind of like started pulling away and stopped, like just kind of gotten quiet on them. And then like then then all of a sudden two in a row, but like yeah, it's gotten too much, too many, too many people. Are the conversations just never ending and not seeming like you'll get off the apps? Well, a lot of it is because they li- where they live, I have to try to plan something where I can go into Salt Lake City. I don't mm. want to ask them to drive over here. You know, I feel like that's not fair. And so I'm trying to, you know, find a spot uh, like where what's a good time in the middle. Sometimes they're like they're, they're busy. It's, so it's just been a thing. Or sometimes like there's Bumble sometimes. These are some Bumble ones where I match with somebody and she was great. And uh, it's she's like forty nine miles away, and I'm like, why would Bumble do that? I don't have it set to forty nine miles away. It's like Bumble's like, oh, you know what? We ran out of people, so let's just push this. Or she happened to be close by when I we matched, and now she's. But um, she actually was funny because she uh, said that uh, she recognized me from TikTok, and uh, she's like, thanks to you, I'm gonna. Um, she goes, I've been doing a lot better avoiding uh, what you call the smooth brain shit weasels, which is uh, one of my That's little your phrases. Line. So then that actually inspired me to create a t-shirt that I have for merch now that says, uh, I swipe left on smooth brain shit weasels. And uh, people seem to enjoy that as well. Got to plug the t-shirt, I guess. Got to plug the t-shirt. Yeah, you can find that <laughs> on my link tree, which is in my Instagram and on my TikTok, uh, my merch store. I have a bacon. I have the bacon stuff there, too. The, this is bacon, this is bacon as well. So the TikTok man. Yeah. The legend over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> So that's uh, I think that's all that's going on in my life. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear about this karaoke date and other future dates the next time we talk. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what else uh, what else happens after that. Um, cool. Before we uh, get to the topic, uh, we I wanted to give a couple shout outs to uh, to some countries where we were ranking or dating kind of sucks was ranking in their country, and um, so I wanted to shout out to India, uh, the Philippines, Finland, Greece, and Kenya. So uh, that's good. So Finland, cool. uh, that's interesting. Um, uh, well, Norway, Sweden, uh, Netherlands, where are you guys? I mean, come on. Like I expect uh, Denmark. Like I feel like you guys should all be in on this. Uh, so just Finland apparently um, is, uh, is getting on the dating kind of sucks movement, the DKS uh, train. But uh, thank, thank you to all of our <laughs> listeners. I know you always think this is ridiculous that I do this. You try to make it a thing. I'm trying to make the it a DKS thing. The DKS train. The DKS yeah. train. Yeah, traveling across the uh, across the world, getting listeners. Um, and I also wanted to remind <laughs> you that if you have any questions about dating, sex, relationships, anything related to the topic of any, like anything literally about about anything about it, even actually good places to take uh, to go on dates or tr- travel destinations as well, mm-hmm. you could ask anything like that. You can call our DKS hotline, which is four zero seven five one nine zero one eight one. And uh, you can leave a voicemail, and we will play your voicemail and answer your question to the best of our limited abilities. Limited? Okay. I mean, you know, we got to be realistic here. We're no experts. We're no experts. We're just two garbage people spewing our own random shit on the end of the end of the world. That's fine. That's, and that's what you'll get when you call and our that's number. That's what you get, our caller number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we will be right back. 
Adam, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Because we all know you were in your teens when you got caught by your parents masturbating and walking naked through the house. Oh, so that's, that's right, yes. Couldn't yeah, have been far was, from that, that right? You'd think, you'd think it wouldn't have been, but uh, I was actually 21. Did you know that? 21? Yeah, it wasn't until law school. It wasn't until I, I actually met Amy. Actually, Amy. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, which is part of the problem of the whole marriage because I didn't realize like what sex was. I didn't know what good sex was, and so... But you didn't um, wait until marriage. No, 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 no. We just, I mean, it, it, once we started dating, we had sex. But I, I wanted okay. to. I, I would, you know, in, in high school, I didn't want to. I was like, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to, you know, stay chaste or whatever. Uh, and then. Uh, what does that mean? I, I don't <laughs> know. I, it was like, I, I felt like I should stay, you know, chaste until marriage. Uh, and then uh, in college, I was like, no, I want to fuck. Uh, but <laughs> I couldn't find anybody to fuck. So that was kind of the problem. And so then law school finally. And uh, yeah. Mm. How old were you? 20 20 okay okay yeah but i was the same way i wanted to wait until marriage and then and then you're like why why am i thinking this yeah (laughs) right no it was just like i guess i'll all this is gonna be my forever partner i guess we'll just have sex now just those words but yeah right right Mm -hmm. so um yeah i think that you know virginity and being a virgin is one of those things that society has has decided is important and i have decided that we're going to dispel the myth of virginity in this episode um and and this was this was kind of really interesting and this is the reason that i think it's a problem why virginity is something that we need to get rid of uh the whole concept completely just entirely get rid of it let's it, let's keep cue this up for the uh rant for the for the rant <laughs> i mean i mean you, you have to interject here because i will just keep going but first of all and this is this is just a you know a little lesson the terms virgin and virginity were introduced in english in the 13th century via the french virgin derived from latin virgo which basically means created for a man like that's essentially what? yeah it's essentially that's what virginity thing. is is it means essentially like a woman who's uh, who's basically a female who's in like being married mm-hmm. off to a man and like her wow. virginity so like a, being a virgin is yeah it's basically you're there for the existence of men so that I mean that right right there is problematic. Like that that's why that's why created we created this... by men. This term was it's about the term is meant to say created for a man, but this term was created by men. Oh, it was created by men. I'm... Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. Created by men. Right. To be like, oh yes, this is a this essentially a virgin is created for man for basically a man to you know to uh, you know bust a nut de- in despoil <laughs> yes bust a nut in. <laughs> Um, let's just call it what it is so as a result yeah so virginity's become this thing you know obviously for for years you know everyone sacrificed virgins virgins are unique virgins are somehow special um unless you're a man in which case being a virgin is a shameful thing and you should be ashamed if you're a virgin um which then of course which is whole contradictory too so like if you're young and you're a virgin and you're a man well you should be out there fucking but then if you're a woman you should stay a virgin so like you know that's that's a little uh, ridiculous too. Do you know anything when it comes to religion and men having sex before marriage? Is it just a sin across the board, or is it only for women that it's a sin? Well, that's the thing. Is it's it's I, mean, I think it's supposed. Because I've never heard men ever being told, "Oh, it's a sin to have sex before marriage." But I remember specifically being told 
that it was a sin. Men are told that too. Like there, there's a whole. Okay. I mean, because what what this is creating is a purity culture, the whole purity culture nonsense, and so there that does exist for men too. Um, I had a comedian friend who said that like he's church or whatever. He had a purity ring um, that, uh, you know, just promises to basically be pure until marriage. And he's like, uh, it was a beautiful ring. Unfortunately, I lost it inside my girlfriend. Um, so. My friend actually lost hers at the beach and that was the ongoing <laughs> but no, but joke. Just the joke was just that he like, yeah, 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 it was a very funny joke. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, religion is... Uh, is a big part of this obviously and then it's just it's just the it's beyond religion because even in secular culture virginity is still important like we see these these fucking dating coaches for men and these men like you know these these pickup artists and these stuff like that saying that you know you want someone you want a woman with little experience you know anyone any woman who's been around the block is not someone who's not a high value trick her into staying with you for longer because she thinks that she got a good one Mm -hmm. right and uh, they're like, if she's been around too much, she's not a high value woman, um, which is just, you know, insecure and pathetic. And, and also like it just it's absolutely ridiculous. So this idea that someone being a virgin is is, you know, there's there's a lot of problems with it. Um, start with the hymen and we can we can talk about we could get this into like your, your, expo- you know, well, maybe your experience. Okay. Since <laughs> I don't, I don't have about one. The hymen if you want to yeah, yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about the hymen for a minute. Have you had any sure. experience with, uh, like with when your hymen broke? No, no fucking idea. Right. No fucking idea. It, it didn't happen when I lost my virginity. Right. Because that's what I was worried about. I was like, oh, I'm going to bleed on the sheets. No, there was nothing. It, it probably, so I was like, Wait, cause you what? were in color guard, right? So you were active. I was active, yeah. It probably happened, like, it just probably was something that just happened at one point just from being active. Because that's, like, people, like, horseback riding, bike riding. That's doing, always the example, Doing splits, yeah. jumping, like, all these things can, like, cause it to, so it's it's not, like, a, it could break all the time, like, it, doing anything. And so there is no actual physical marker for virginity, but there is still idiots out in the world who think that it is. I think that the hymen, I think there was, wasn't there something with T.I.? Oh, I don't know anything about T.I. The musician. The, uh, well, yes. The I, okay, I, okay, you know yes. who he is. Okay. Was something where he had said something about he wanted his doctor, he, he had his doctor check his daughter's, Fuck, I do remember his daughter's hymen or oh. some bullshit like that. To and make sure that they were still, but his daughter was in her late teens or 20s. Yeah, like she was, it was, was some yeah, wild like she, yeah, yeah. age. Um, yeah, it was, it was it, let's see, hold on, I'm going to pull, I forgot pull about up real that quick. Um, yes, uh, this was like three years ago. Um, T.I. says he has his daughter's hymen checked annually. But that's none, one, none of his fucking business. Yep. He visits the gynecologist every year with his daughter to check her hymen. He stays in the room? Like, what? Apparently. And she's I, she's 18, by the way. Yeah, I, I figured she was of legal age. Also, a parent asking that should be a concerning thing for a physician to be like, what else is going on at home that you're asking those things? Yeah. I mean, it's what just... What forms it's, of abuse? I don't know. That, yeah, no, that, that would really, no, that would really wonder. Um, so... <laughs> He also said that, by the way, he had been told the hymen could be torn or broken in activities like bike riding, athletics, horseback Ignored. riding, and just other forms of physical activity. This is his response. So I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bikes. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. What the fuck? Oh, I would be mortified if I was his daughter. Oh, it's so awful. So That's terrible. So even in modern society, there are still fucking morons out there who think the hymen has any type of indication of virginity. Um, so 
there was also another there a couple other fucked up ways to measure virginity in other countries that I found. Oh yeah. Like in 2013, India's Supreme Court finally ruled out, which means this had been on the books in some way, shape, or form, finally ruled out the two-finger test. Apparently, if a doctor could fit two fingers inside of a rape victim, that meant she consented to sex. That is, which is just... None of that makes any fucking sense. No. And then the country of Georgia still has a tradition called, I'm going to butcher this, Yangi... I'm guessing probably where Yangi, the gro- Yanga, yeah, something like Yang- that. Something like that, where the groom shows bloodstained sheets to his relatives as proof of virginity. Like, what happens when there's no blood? Right. Do you just what? What do you? What the fuck do you? Do you wait until her period to just splatter some on there? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What happens? If yeah. Is that like to be proud that there's blood too? But also, yeah, Yenga or whatever, which is different than Jenga. Um, those are very different things. Uh, let's just make that clear. <laughs> Thank you for making that clear. Yes. But um, th- those societal, sh- that, like, it's showboaty societal things that are like, I'm still a virgin, but they don't hold up to anything. Right. Of, like, it's the same thing of, oh, she's like a hot dog in a hallway. I could throw a hot dog in a hallway of, like, her vagina is so loose. That's not a thing. Nope. That's like, oh, she's so tight. She must be a virgin. Not a thing. Oh, her none of those are actually like relevant when it, it comes it to virginity. Shows, it's, yeah, how la- how poor the medical knowledge is <laughs> for among most of society. It's not like you're a virgin. Oh, you're not and you're a completely different person. I think that's what's painted in a lot of people's minds as young kids, impressionable people, and then you lose your virginity, which let's talk about losing virginity after. You lose your virginity and it's like I still feel the fucking same. Like it's just virginity. I saw a quote like virginity is an experience, not a state of being, which is just a great way to sum it up of. Yeah, it's just what happened. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I'm this now. I'm this that like doesn't fucking matter at all. And we're just so tied up in losing virginity like it's a fucking bad thing. Like it's just a negative connotation that's never going to make it seem like a good thing. No matter how enjoyable the experience is, it's going to be like, well, you lost something about you that was special that was which right is not the case right, which is not the case and i think that that's really the the thing is we there's so much focus from society all across the world on virginity that people are always looking for loopholes around it because it's just it's like this this very narrow concept it's a very heteronormative concept concept of what virginity is as well um but like so i mean and and you are a great example um, it's basically like when we talked about, and not necessarily Virginia, but about, but sex, about defining sex yeah. is that you, you know, you would say, I don't have sex until I'm in a relationship. Um, but you would have oral sex and that was different, you know, and like, because we like somehow define, well, that's not, you know, so that I, and I do want to get, I want to wait until we get into that deeper. But, um, what I want to say is, so first of all, I think the, it's, it's all, this is all patriarchal is what this boils down to. It's this idea of. You protect your daughter, you keep her a virgin, and you pass her on to marry. You sell her marry, food. Yeah. <laughs> whatever cows. A couple and cows, and some goats or whatever. And then if she, you know, if she is a virgin, then she has higher value than if she doesn't. And then, you know, to someone that she gets married. 
And then after, and then like, it, and then it doesn't matter. Apparently, after she's divorced, well, she's no longer a virgin. She has no value. But also, she'll make a better wife if she's a virgin. What you know? It's like well, these th- are indicators of a better person. In their you minds, be with. I can see why they say that because they want someone submissive who doesn't know better, who doesn't understand that you know that she has, uh, you know, a terrible husband or who's a terrible lover and all these other things. And so that's why I think. The only types of people who like who th- who want virgins, like the only men out there who want virgins, are either creeps or weirdos. Like the, the 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 that's it. There is no logical reason to want a virgin. You're either awful in bed, and they don't want their partner to realize it, so they want someone who's so inexperienced that they think that you know, like twenty seconds of fucking, and then uh, oh, did you come? Is like a good sexual experience for them. Or they're borderline pedophiles, and so they only want virgins because they want like you know they think that that's you, you know that's. A, Huh? The people who want to pay for virgins oh, yeah. will pay to take people's virginity. That shit is borderline being a pedophile. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, it's creepy as fuck. So those are the creepy. Yeah. Or there are weirdos who think, you know, that their sky daddy is going to get mad if, uh, if you know, purity isn't isn't kept uh, kept intact, you know. And the people who are uber religious who, you know, subscribe to purity culture, which all that does is just shame people for having normal, natural thoughts. And... Listen, we're all going to hell. That none of it, nothing fucking matters. It, virginity doesn't matter. A lot of, I don't know, Roy and I have had this conversation. A lot of the shit that was written in scriptures and all of this was by a group of men who wanted to control other fucking people. Yep. Exactly. That's what this is. It's just a way to fucking control women, and we hold on to it because, what, this was coined in the 13th century? Well, it's tradition, and, well, that's the way it always has been. And now, why do you think people are so intrigued by, like, Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever? Because there's all these sexual awakenings that people are having later in life going, oh, shit. If I would have just been more aware of these other things, maybe this wouldn't be such a fucking shock to my system. But no, I needed to be a virgin because that's what was going to make me a good woman for society. Exactly. And the the stigma of it is so ridiculous. And so I think that, you know, it's the other the other big issue with this and, and why this is a problem and why this is something that we have to address is that. It makes the concept of virginity, just the very concept, makes men think that their dicks are some magic wands. It's like with me. with yeah. one thrust, I can change a girl into a woman. You know, like it's basically like it's it's just some transformative instrument that that has magical powers. But well, he doesn't change, right? Of course. You know, what what changes for the man? Yeah. Um, you know, people are like, oh, you now, now you're sack? a real man when they like, they'll hire a sex worker or whatever for someone who has, you know, who's still a virgin. And then, oh yeah, you're, now you're a real man. And it's just like, it, it doesn't, but yeah. So this, this, what I think this is, this whole concept of virginity and, and the idea that men think that their dicks somehow do change girls into women leads to the entitlement that men also think that they're entitled to a woman's time and space and leads to how many times have we heard stories of like someone who's like a lesbian and men being like, oh, well, you haven't been with me, baby. Um, I'll change you. I'll change yeah, you because so they amazing. quite literally think that their dick is magical. And I think we really need to get rid of this concept. Guys, your dicks are not that special. Even the most special magical dick out there is still not that special. It still lasts for a couple minutes, spits a bunch of shit out, and then shrinks. Like they all, like it's just really. <laughs> Okay, it's just it's just like a just a water balloon with a leak. Okay, it's not really that fucking special. Stop thinking your dick is amazing. 
And the only thing that's amazing are vibrators, but I digress. Right. I mean, ones that have batteries and can do what you want. That's And so and men get very upset about the idea of being replaced with toys because they think their dicks are actually magical. Whereas if you're an actual adult and you're an emotionally intelligent man, you would understand that toys just enhance the experience. But the, you know there are men, too, who refuse to allow toys in the bed with their, with, with their partner. Yeah, absolute red, red flag. flag. Yeah. So... Go on. Go you're on. not, I, you're I, not, fin- you're not I, finished yet. You took a breath. I took, I took a breath. Okay. okay, but I just wanted to see if you had anything to add before I, I dive right back into this uh, here. Um, Go for it. Okay, so it all comes down to the definition of sex. And the idea that sex is just penis in the vagina is, like I said, it's heteronormative nonsense, okay? Because there are lots of different types of sexes. It's also vanilla. It's very vanilla, the idea that it's just P and V. I also P&V. think people are scared of ha- when you're when you're grown up in this virginity on a silver platter mindset, you're scared to a degree to have sex because of the implications of what that means. So right. it's easier. It's easier to look at oral sex as not on a silver platter because that hasn't been talked about. Like in my case, that hasn't been talked about. So that's fine versus P and V because that's what's been put on a silver platter my entire life. So I'm more afraid to have it Mm -hmm. and I want to hold on, hold off on doing that. So I'll just do all of these other things because that hasn't been mentioned as being an issue. And it's, it's just all of what's perpetuated in your, you know, communities of, virginity that that you're like okay i'll I'll hold off on p and v but i'll do all these other things because those at least seem okay right that's a very good point is because it is like elevated and so there's this still stigma around it and then and i think by defining it by that we're just we're making it so it's not okay for like for kids to learn more about the what sex is they're told that oh well it's just when a man puts his penis inside of a woman's vagina which is you they're know, not just, even told that like well, that the, that's not even part of the equation but let's you know like that, that's the yeah. basis of basic sex, sex education and and, it, and we have to look at expanding the definition of what sex means. I mean, people with penises have sex with other people with penises. People with vaginas have sex with other people with vaginas. There's no P and V there. Um, mm-hmm. People, you know, Catholic schoolgirls will say that they're staying pure and they're virgins, but then they'll have anal sex. I mean, that's a whole, you know, cliche and trope yep. from years ago that the Catholic schoolgirls were the dirtiest girls because they, because they wanted to make sure they remained virgins, they would do everything else. Because they were afraid of that one thing that was put on a silver platter. Right. So they would be that, yeah. kinky as fuck in every other way, except no, no actual P and V. So uh, I think that you know, I think sex needs to be redefined, and I think that like that. So because the concept of virginity is we need to get rid of, but like the idea of sex needs to be what is sex? Like what is sex? The sex is intimacy. Um, maybe where someone has uh, has at least one person has an orgasm. Maybe something where there's some type of like genital to something contact like uh you know whether it's dick to ass or vagina to vagina or mouth to mouth vagina, to vagina. Yeah. mouth to ass whatever like whatever like whatever it can be like that it mm-hmm. can that needs to be called sex and the um the law student that i was talking to um when when she was here uh she is uh she's by our pan she has and she has she has um she, she has uh, a partner in in Washington, it was, it was a woman. Um, and she was saying, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, we have, we have sex. And I was talking about it. And I think I said at one point I said intercourse and she was like, no, I'm talking about sex, like sex. We still have sex, even though there might not be any penetration and I call it sex. And I think it's important to call it sex. And I was like, that's a very good point. And that was a same type of concept here is that 
like sex needs to be redefined so that instead of people saying, well, I need to lose my virginity, they start to learn about safe sex all over the types, all types of sex being safe uh, and being careful and being tested that, you know, and, and more than just P and V. We, we need to understand there's so many different types and so many variations out there that intimacy is the important thing. And, and making sure you're safe and comfortable with somebody is what's what's important, not are you a virgin, are you not a virgin? No, I I 100% agree. And then spreading that awareness of other types of sex, like you said, preventative methods and just being aware of safety with other STIs and things like that of like, oh, because I, I know growing up, it was like, oh, I can only get an STI if P and V, you know, it was like the <laughs> right, like right, no right. education on anything. And it's like, yeah. oh, no. You can get it other ways, too. You're just only focusing on this one thing. That's like, yeah, if we open up the realm of, like you said, somebody's orgasming and there's, you know, mouth and whatever, what, however, any of those circumstances, that's what we define sex as. Opens it up to, yeah, if you do that, you could get this. Just be aware of these things. Here are all these tools so that you're safe. We just focus on condoms and PNV and that'll be enough to get you through. Yeah. And then people have issues and i don't not complications but like stis and things and like well i don't know how i got this because i wasn't having sex and you're like well actually that is right yeah and and the other thing is people are so concerned with why i don't want to break my hymen or we can't like actually have sex because i have to stay a virgin that they will do other things where like they would um they i can't remember what it's called not docking but it's something where like um you put your penis on on like on top of someone like on top of their vagina and you just kind of rub their clit with with your dick basically yep that um, was a thing in high school yeah yep. and because you're like well we're, at least we're not having sex and well, it's like know, i can't get pre- i can't get pregnant from this and yeah I can't until get an you until you accidentally do because yeah right, exactly yeah it comes splashes in by accident or whatever and well and that's the thing is that there's so much lack of information with that that a lot of people, at least in the early stages of having sex in your teens and early 20s, is like, well, I don't want to get pregnant at this stage. So what can I do to not get pregnant? Cool. I'll perform blowjobs and we'll we'll do the, the rubbing of the clit thing. And then you get an STI or potentially get pregnant. And you're like, but I didn't have sex. Right. And that's right. Uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I think that if we can redefine sex and we can redefine virginity and then we can solve the world, that's basically, you know, solve the world's problems. That's really what we're here doing here. Big, big stuff, you know, very important stuff. It's uh, a lot of getting out of your own head though. And deconstructing all of the things that you've been taught as a kid. Yes. That's the fucking mind fuck of it all. Of going, oh, this is okay. Oh, it doesn't matter what other people think about how many people I've had sex with. Oh, it doesn't matter. Because then once you break down virginity, then you break down the stigmas around kinks related to sex. And then you're like, oh, cool. I just like what I like and we're good to go from here. But if we're still focused on the virginity aspect, we'll never make strides in other aspects of our sex lives. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that, you know, like there's there's so many people that also like that they have bad first experiences too because of this pressure to lose your virginity because like oh I need to lose my virginity before I become too old to you know like then everybody will make fun of me and so then they're like it, it's a thing that like oh I have to try to rush and just have sex with somebody just to like just have intercourse with somebody just so I can get it over with and and then of course it also allows boys to use that as pressure. To like, oh well, you don't want me to, you know, go go off to war as a virgin, or you know, like like things like that, like you know that, yeah. Like, and obviously, <laughs> yeah. that's not really a 
but it is to a degree, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, I thought before we went I'm away to college, to college yeah, 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 we're going to never going to see each other for like, I don't, you don't want me to be a virgin there. People will make fun of me. And so they use it as a way to coerce women into having sex too. So that, that's another, another aspect of this. And of course, at that time, they're not aware of coercion and like, right. they know that it's wrong, but they don't know like why it's wrong. They don't know you exactly know? how, yeah. Their and, brains and... haven't formed, you know, you're just so young at that point that it's like, I know that I don't want to be made fun of and I know that sex is something if I say I've had sex, my life will get exponentially easier. So let's just get this shit over with, whether I'm drunk at a stupid party or it's just with some random guy or girl I don't really care for. Right. And instead of having wholesome, fun sexual experiences as their first time, they have something terrible because they just wanted to, you know, to make a point. Mm-hmm. Um, if I so as as the lawyer in me wants to say, like, how would we redefine sex? And the, how I'd actually like to define it, I think. As I, I'd like to, I'd like to see if people agree with me on this. Is define, <laughs> per define, the definition. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> the new definition of sex is maybe something like um, intimate contact, intimate body contact between two people with the intention of at least one achieving an orgasm, even if they don't actually get there. Just the intention of one, you know, having an orgasm. Like, I, I feel like, like that. that's kind of sex. I feel like that with that as a broad definition could define sex. And I think you could also use that to define, to redefine things like sexual assault and rape as well, because rape is include requires penetration. It used to, it's recently changed, but like so many years, like they're like, well, men can't be raped because it requires penetration. Um, and so if a woman, I am absolutely men can be raped by other men, but men couldn't be raped yeah. by women because it requires penetration and they had to change it to be like, Oh no, I guess it can be unwanted, you know, sexual, but this, the, the fact that penetration of any type is still or like somehow a requirement is just the sex should be more than that. It is more than that. It is just as, you know, just as, uh, you know, uh, important to, to recognize, like I said, that having giving head is to someone is, is sex and going down on someone and doing anal and, you know, whatever. So that pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, the goal, and I think that, that if you started to focus on that and, and this is why I think this is an important topic is that people can have healthier sexual experiences. Um, and also people who are not straight, not your normal straight couple also aren't like left in the dark when it comes to sex, that they are part of the discussion and part of the conversation. And that I think that could make a big difference. I agree. I'm I'm just trying to think like of my friends who are gay, like they don't consider themselves virgins, but it, it wasn't like a topic of conversation where they're like, I'm not a, vir-, you know, right. It's just like, yeah, I've had sex. Yeah. yeah. But, but people would be like, oh, well, you took your, you took someone's anal virginity. Like they'll say things like that because hmm. like it's, you know, and I think that like just, we need to just get rid of fucking virginity as a concept in any way. You know what? You, you are, when you're, you're an adult, when you decide you are, you're an adult, when you decide, I mean, someone could be really fucking kinky. They could be um, like sexually enlightened. They could be experienced and never have actually had lost their quote unquote virginity. You know, that's the, very true. Yeah. You know, like they could they could be one of the kinkiest people you know who knows how to make someone come without a problem and has never actually lost their their you know their that virginity by so like that's why it's a stupid concept and and I think uh, it's it does more harm than 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 good and um and it shames women and shames men um and it allows men to continue to to kind of subjugate and control women and I think that's that's a the biggest problem. My other thought is at what point does virginity stop shaming women once you've hit a certain age like 
I feel like when you're younger and you're you've had sex younger, I feel that there's more shame in that of oh she's easy oh she's just what you know whatever sleeping with everybody and a whore but like once you get into your late 20 even just like in your 20s it's like does that really even matter any like when do people just stop caring you know um do some people just never because i mean that yeah i mean i would say you know uh emotionally aware and mature adults um stop, don't care you know but the the there's this bunch of just ridiculous men who still care about it like a mm, a woman who is a, a sexually enlightened woman who is empowered and enjoys sex and knows it and doesn't have a problem going out and having sex when she wants is a, a threat to men like this and so they try everything they can to try to reduce her control her insult her etc and and you know and, and her no matter the age yeah no matter the age so damn yeah I just feel like it's more like women attacking women from the virginity front, at least when you're younger. That in I the, just in the purity culture environment, I can see that being like you know, like kind of oh well, yeah, she like the the girls before who, marriage like, gossip, and oh, gossip I, and everything like that, yeah, yeah. But but um, I guess as you get older, then it's the men who really turn and are the shittier ones, the the insecure, toxic masculinity men who are the shittier ones who don't like that you've had sex. Yeah, when you're younger, it's going to be women who are probably either jealous or projecting, and then it's mm-hmm. also going to be men who are using it as a way to try to get in your pants, you know, like it is a coercion tactic or something as well. And then as it gets older, women stop being as, although also every now and then I see like some slut shaming on TikTok too, from like a woman. I'm like, why are you shaming this person for just doing so? It, it, it always boils down to some type of jealousy or some type of self-hatred they're projecting onto somebody. And then it comes to these men who, like I said, are either borderline pedophiles because they, they, they need, they want a virgin uh, or they're so bad in bed. That really is what I like every time. And I, I like to say that all the time because they get so angry at that. I'm like, you're so awful in bed. I've that, pleasured that you 20 want a, women. That okay. you want a virgin, that you want a virgin or someone who has very little experience because you don't want them to know how terrible you are in bed. And they'll be like, well, that's that's not it at all. And they get all like they get all angry about it. It's, it's pretty funny. Or you're religious. And so you think that Sky Daddy is going to be mad at you if you, um, you know, if you don't uh, stay a virgin. Well, I promise he doesn't give a shit. She doesn't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit exactly. Yeah, it's not a. It's just not a thing. Virginity's not. It shouldn't be a thing. And what you do with another person is your fucking business. Whether you did it before marriage or you waited or you had sex early or whatever, it just doesn't matter. As long as it's between two consenting adults, and the end. The end. And hopefully somebody comes. Hopefully, exactly. Hopefully somebody comes. Hmm. And then maybe next time people who say that they don't have sex and before relationships might think about that if they like do, you know, or they like they will give head or whatever. Like, no, you're still well, having the, sex. That's and, yeah, the thing. Yeah. It's like the the one couple I know specifically that waited and like bragged, I think is the word I'm going to use. They, you know, made it a point to say that they waited until marriage to have sex. I'm like, I know you guys were fucking going down on one another all the time (laughs) and we're constantly horny. And I even asked, like, don't you just want to have sex now? And it was like, no, I'm waiting because that's, you know, what we believe. And I'm like, do you also believe you shouldn't be sucking his dick on a Tuesday after work? Like, what? What? Exactly. Does Sky Daddy approve of that? And not, you know, whatever. So. Listen, yeah. Jesus sees everything, so you know he's watching you <laughs> suck the suck that Tuesday afternoon dick too. 
does Sky Daddy disapprove of you watching porn with your soon-to-be husband? I don't, you know, like, wh- right. why draw the line at P and V? You know, yeah. if if you want to be pure, shouldn't cuss anymore either, and you shouldn't do this. But okay, sure, let's just focus on. P&V. Yep, it's all a way for people just to feel better about themselves. I think. Uh, I, well, I think we uh, we kind of really got through this, and I think I feel like it's it's it is something that I, I I hope that people who are listening do see why this is such an important issue. That maybe if you have kids, maybe you know instead of talking about virginity, you stop worrying about that and start focusing on healthy sex conversations instead. How to be uh, safe. Yeah, how to be safe, how to make sure that you're in a consent that you can you know you consent that you're comfortable that you can you know set boundaries and all those things. So, um, anything else you want to add? No, no, that's it. All right. Well, we definitely popped the cherry on this episode. I was um, waiting for some cheesy ass shit because I did not have it. Nope. I know we didn't have anything written down, but I knew we had to come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd like to see your thoughts as well or hear your thoughts you can uh, share them in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast and if you're watching right now on YouTube or not check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash dating kind of sucks you can visit our Instagram at dating kind of sucks and don't forget to leave a five star rating and review on iTunes it's been a while since we've had one, so if you're still here, please. Right, if you're it. a new listener, if you're a new listener, which I know we have a bunch of new listeners, then please go get, leave us a five star rating on uh, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, uh, whichever you use. It's been months, um, months, months. Yeah, you know, it just it happens. People because we have like a happy group of listeners, I think, and so like I've already left a review. Well, yeah. you know what? I still know there's lots of you who haven't, so please do that. Uh, you can email us with any questions at dating kind of sucks podcast at gmail dot com. You can call us with uh, questions at the DKS hotline four zero seven five one nine. 0181 and uh, for $5 a month you can support us and our efforts on Patreon at patreon.com slash DKS podcast did you already do the Facebook group? I did the Facebook group I did not do their TikToks but uh, you can follow us on TikTok I I don't now I'm like fuck TikTok whatever sometimes I get get that way too but I still do it Um, you can follow us on TikTok Uh, Sarah's at simply Sarah G underscore and I am at Adam Avitable and with there that, we, we should be back in two weeks with a brand new episode, unless Sarah's new ca- on New gone. cadence. This is our new cadence is two weeks, because one week was a lot, and the lack of guests currently, so... Yeah, it was a lot of work to get a gig. We, I want to still have guests, but we, we, we're going to get back into it. But, you know, the summer is kind of a slower period for us anyway, so we're going to do this for a bit, and then we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, thank you for joining us again, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Until next time. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace Or hanging out with swingers back at your place Listen to us as we get no fuck On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yuck Trying and trying and having no luck Because we all know Dating kinda sucks Are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life is a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks. <laughs>